pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. We have some business to do. The first selection. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the NBA edition, episode 39. 39, Kev. We're getting there, man. We're just knocking them out. Pop quiz. Name one NBA player that wore or currently wears number 39. I have no clue. I think, does Steven Jackson wear 39? He does not. From the NFL? I don't know. You might be right. I think got to look at that. I think, but that doesn't oh, Steven matter. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson from the NFL. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's the did. only 39 that has come to my okay, brain. But since we talk we came NBA, dog. Come I know. on now. <laughs> That's I all I got. I, I never thought I'd say that line anyway. <laughs> I don't want to talk about football. I want to talk about basketball. He, he's actually excited, ladies and gentlemen. Vinny Gumbots is in to the NBA. Well, we're going to talk about NBA. NBA. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy right now. Give me one. I have. I got nothing. Dwight Howard, he wears 39. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm so used to him being in 12. I never even yeah. thought that he changed. Weirdo 29. And then you got uh, <laughs> Jer- Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant. For the, He played for the Sixers for 2015, 2016, 2017. Okay. Uh, Cadwell Jones for the Bulls in 1985. <laughs> oh, wow. We're going back. Yeah, I got one for you, too. This one's going to be good. Greg Ostertag. You remember Greg? Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. the center for the Utah Jazz right. with Carl uh, Malone and with John Stockton. Yes. yes sir. Jeff and, Hornacek. And then we got uh, one more. Tom Tolbert for the uh, Charlotte Hornets in 1995. He wore 39. I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely know Greg Ostertag. But we just want to throw out some <laughs> some number nine. Some, excuse me, some number 39s for you for the NBA. Um, listen, y'all, we we doing NBA. We're gonna get. We're gonna try to stick with this. Uh, not we're not we're, we're we're freestyling a little bit today, trying to get to what the listeners like. So let us know if you like the way we're doing this this episode today. Holla at us. Right. And b- before we were going through each team, going through the standings and, and maybe stopping on each team today, we're going to go through the standings just to give you guys an update of what the top eight look like in each conference. And then we have some topics that we wanted to hop into. A little Zion, a little Pelicans, a little bit of Memphis, a little OKC. We're trying to look at some of these players. It's like, where, like, where did these teams come from? Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting you to be good. Or some of the bottom dwellers like, what's going on in Portland? What's happening with the Houston Rockets? Right, bum juice over there. Yeah. Like you know, they one for seventeen. James Harden, get out of here. You see the the story I put up on our pod page. James Harden's shooting numbers look yeah. like tour dates. Yes, I, I did bad, see man. that. I did see that. I love them NBA and also that they do. issues at the top. You know, some hey. people, some people in the Clippers having issues with preferential treatment for Paul George and for uh, Kawhi Leonard over there. You know, Doc Rivers trying to or, they're trying to keep that in order. Hurt? I thought they was hurt. They ain't hurt. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's get, get into to all it. that. We gonna get into all that, but you know the deal. We got to get to the spiel. You're listening to the First Pick Podcast. I'm your boy, Vinny Gumbas. If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And if you want to follow the podcast on all of our social media content, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at the First Pick Pod. Uh, please check out that stuff. We're putting up all kinds of great content. We're going to be running a Super Bowl contest. Uh, so even if you're in the NBA, uh, the casual NFL fan, which if, if, if you're a casual NFL fan, I think something's wrong with you. <laughs> but if you are, check out that you know contest uh because we're giving away free stuff anyway big kev tell them where they can find you tell them where they can listen and let's talk some uh hardwood hoopla 
Uh, I'm down. I'm down at Biggest Boss 76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. Please rate, review, and share. And if you guys use an iPhone, Vinny Goombots puts up our iTunes on Twitter, and you can click right on it. It takes you right to us because some people have problems looking it up right from there. It takes you right to us. You can subscribe. You can review. You can share there. That'll take care of you. You know, and uh, look us up and tell a friend. Tell a friend. We appreciate it. Let's get to it, though. So let me start with the East real fast. Okay, you do That's East, good. I'll do West. Deal. So in the East right now, as we all know, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, they are the cream of the crop. They are the best team in the league at this point. A better record than everybody in every conference. So, I I don't even know if there's much to talk about. And part of me wants to, I want to dive in a little bit deeper into the Bucs. Is it just Giannis or is it just a good basketball team? Uh, I mean, I think for the casual fan, I I would say it's just him. You know what I mean? I mean, because if you ask anybody that's a casual NBA fan, Name more than three players on the Bucks. I think they stop at Brooke Lopez or what is it? See, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> what's his name? No, you're right. Is it Brooke Lopez? Yeah, Brooke Lopez. Are you sure it's not the other? What's the other Lopez? Yeah, brother? Robin. Oh, so it ain't Robin. No, see? Rob. Robin that's, is it was the worst player. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so they stop right there. You'd be like Giannis, George Hill. And, they got Ilya Sova. Yeah, they got Middleton. That. They got good players we over there. Know that, right? So, but. Is a regular fan though? I don't know. Dante DiVincenzo, that's my dude. Oh, they're from uh, from Villanova. Villanova. He had a really had a thirty-one point game in the national championship, right? That's right, man. I like that dude too. I I just like his last name, DiVincenzo. You know what I mean? It fits right into the Vinny Goomba spaghetti and meatballs, baby. It does. does. But but I think he's like a black dude though. He's like light skin. You know what I mean? He's like a light skin black dude, or I don't know. No, he's white. He's white. Yeah, man. Straight up. No, he's one. He's the white guy who's accepted by all black people. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to look that up because I'm pretty sure he. Probably got a white mom, a yeah. white mom, a black daddy, you or think black so? daddy, white mom. I mama. think he's a white guy. We gonna look. I mean, look you, it up. You continue, let, let me dig in. I want to know. I think he's all white, I don't man. Know, dog. I think you. I think you wrong, but we gonna see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. So next up, so next up, second is Miami. Miami's been playing well all year. I don't know if they have what it takes if they came up against the the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Championship to take them out. I don't know. But I like the way Jimmy Butler's playing. He's allowing these young kids to get better. Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo. They like Drogic off the bench, giving them 27 minutes a game. I like this team. They have a a Tyler Hero, so I like where they're at. Toronto, Toronto's always good. Like, I can't tell you the last time Toronto had a bad basketball team. Even when they had DeRozan and they had Kyle Lowry, they were the best team in a regular season two seasons ago with those two dudes. So, uh, you know, I I don't have much to say about that. They're, They're a good basketball team. Boston was just in a lull. They're fourth in the conference. They lost a few games there. Looks like Jason Tatum has a groin. Jalen Brown has an ankle. They're both right now questionable for their game tonight. We'll see if they play, but they're still a good basketball team. Once they have them all on the court, they play really well. Indiana, which we might dig into a little bit more after this, they are fifth, 29 and 16. The one of them, the, the quietest 29 and 16 teams without a superstar I've ever seen. They and and Victor Oladipo comes back on January 29th. He's been sitting on my fantasy squad all season long. I've been waiting for this dude to come back, and I'm on a four game winning streak. I might have a chance to get to the top. But I'm playing the best guy in my conference, and I'm up by 100 and some points right now. Go ahead. Just interrupt. He's straight up white. Yeah, I told you, yeah. man. Hey, man, listen. He <laughs> straight up, straight up Guinea, Ginzo, yeah, <laughs> pops and mom. Yeah, hey, I don't know. I thought maybe he had a little, little uh, sauce in there, but nope. I guess it's only pasta sauce. 
nope, nope, Go nope. Ahead. Tomato sauce. <laughs> a little tomato. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> a little chicken parm in them. All right. So, so Indiana fifth fifth in the conference. Quiet, quiet, quietest. Give what's that record? Uh, twenty nine and sixteen. I love them. Very good. Uh, Philadelphia running it out at six. They have Orlando at seven, and then you have Brooklyn at eight. Yo, Detroit's not playing that bad, but they're seventeen and twenty eight, so it's kind of hard. But yeah, they're but not you know, that in bad the, in the Eastern Conference. You know, what I mean, that's uh, that's like a grounds for eighth seed in the playoffs. Right. Brooklyn's only eighteen and twenty five, but they got them on losses. So you know, so that's uh, that's a that's the difference right there. Orlando also is not like they no. they just beat the Lakers last week by one point. That was a, a close game. I think that was last Wednesday. Yeah. I think it was one nineteen to one eighteen. But they're, they're a scary team for me as a better because I never know when to get on them or get off them. Like yeah. and, and I've been on Orlando a few times uh, and they won me some dough, and then I, I went against them a few times, and they hurt me because I'm like, how do y'all just beat them? You know, they got some big wins, and they got some questionable losses, but go ahead. Um, and that rounds it out. So, like I said, that's it. Uh, Philadelphia at six, Orlando at seven, Brooklyn at eight, and that's where we're at. So, and there's a lot of teams right there. Chicago, Detroit, uh, those are the, the teams that probably have the best chance of getting back up into that, maybe that eighth spot going into the playoffs. We'll see what happens because I don't uh, – Kyrie, to me, does not equal wins, in my opinion. So, I'm with you there. So, go ahead. Let's hit up the West. What I'm do we got out wild, there? Wild, wild West out here. We got the La La Land, the Lakers, the Lake Show, 39 – excuse me, 36-9 first place, Utah Jazz, 31-13. Then you got the, the Clip Show, number three, 31-14, the Denver Nuggets, 30-14. Mavericks sitting at the fifth seed right now, twenty-eight and sixteen. I'm a little surprised about that. I thought, to me, it seems like they're playing better than to be the fifth seed. Is it maybe just because there's so many juggernauts out there in the West? I don't think they're playing that much. I I don't like oh, them that much. Okay, I lo- I love Lu- Luca is unstoppable. Okay, it you're, seems you're crazy by the way. Kristaps hasn't you're been crazy. in the game. Yeah, what? Yeah, so crazy. you're telling me if Tim Hardaway is your third best player, you're good enough to come out? No, the West? I ain't worried about no Tim Hardaway, man. He'd be on some. Whatever. So what happens when in the NBA playoffs? They need one more. They need. They definitely need one and more. And they need Kristaps to, to be healthy, and that's something that he's never been. So uh, as a, as a Nick fan, I'm not. I, you know, I look at my face, bro. And if you watch the NBA playoffs, they will start focusing, and they're going to be able to limit Luca or yeah. let Luca have his, and not let anybody else have it. And his, they his, got some good young boys. His thirty-five point triple double. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not feeling him as much as the rest of the league is. I'm not saying they're a championship caliber team this year, but they're they're you know you got one of the best owners in the game, and I feel like they're a piece away. From, and he's gonna spend money. I'm yeah, with you. Saying, yeah, they're a piece away from getting to where they need to be. They got. They got. He, I think he will be. I think Luka Doncic will be the best player in the game in five years. Within five years. Ooh, I don't think it takes that long. You don't think it takes that long? Okay. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it takes. Within I think, that. Okay. I don't. I don't think well, it, he's already a top. Well, like, is he not a top five player right now? In the I way that he affects so, the basketball yes, game. Yes, but you know, and I'm no Kevin about, Durant in the league right now. That's so. what I'm saying. So you know, put him into it. LeBron will fade away soon. No Steph Curry. Steph Curry's hurt. So yeah, right so now, right it's kind of by yes, default. But I'm talking about. In five years, it won't be, you know, LeBron, AD, Giannis. We'll be talking about Luka, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. So by 2025. AD's still a baby, but I think he's only like 25, 26. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know, but go ahead. I'm old. Uh, And then you got the Houston Rockets at 27 and 16. We got your OKC Thunder (laughs) at 26 and 19. And this, this, this team just never seems to go away. I like to call them the Patriots of the NBA. That's the truth. San Antonio Spurs sitting at 20 and 23. Uh, I don't understand how Popovich does it, 
right now, I mean, he's just I, – I know that, you know, 2023 is nothing to be crazy about, but for what Popovich has been handed, remember I told y'all we might be giving away a bag of dog poop for free? That's what they gave Popovich. They're like, here, here's a bag of like, dog poop. I got duty for you. Hey, you got to make this work. And he's like, all right. I gotcha. But they gave him whatever he needed to keep a to keep a franchise alive for 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, I, I felt like I, I, he's not mad. I don't think the San Antonio Spurs are mad. No. I think they're just trying to make the best. They did whatever they had to do. They kept Ginobili longer than they should yeah. have and still got their boys. Kept Tim healthy. They did everything they had to do. I can't hate on it. Like, there's no hate Tim coming is from the them. coaching staff now, too, right? Right. And they got that uh that woman coach, too. I, I, I forgot her name. Um, her name, uh, Becky Hemmond. Yeah, I was in right. love with her when she played for the Liberty. Yeah, WMA. so... Um, I like that. I respect that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like when they keep a dude, you know, like when you used to play for the team and then you coach for the team. I remember I saw that with Joey Porter from the, you know, the Steelers. You know yes. what I mean? Now he's the linebackers coach. I, I love that. Uh, and then I'm going to mention them just because they only one loss behind and they kind of like my West Coast team, my little sleeper squad, and that's the Memphis Grizzlies. 20 and 24. They're only one game behind the Spurs right they now. They have a very good chance of taking that. I like, I like this team. We're going to dive into them a little bit more later on. Um, and that's just that's just that's the top eight with a little bit of with a little bit of team hanging on there. Um, so, Kev, let's 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 dive in and uh, let's start it off with a Duke player, Zion, Zion <laughs> Williamson. Talk to me about what we saw go down. What was that Thursday night? Wednesday? Thursday night? Well, no, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday. Night. Wednesday night was Zion night. We're recording this on uh, Friday, January the twenty fourth. I'm fast forwarding it to the end of the game. He comes in in the fourth quarter in three and three. Uh, I think in three minutes and forty seconds, he mm. puts up seventeen of his twenty two points. Were you watching? Uh, I did not watch. Yeah, I was knocked out. I, I watched yeah. it. The ne- I watched it the next day. I heard about it. I read about it. All of those things. So I, I did not see it in the moment. I tried to stay up. <laughs> Once again, my boy Brian texted me one him. He's like, "Wake in." win he took every he sent me all of wake his wake and win brian where'd you get that from yeah he said, mm. <laughs> he, he said it to me wake and win and he, he and he showed me all the props he took he took uh, a points boost he took everything yeah. zion and he got lucky in him, three man. minutes and 40 seconds because he wasn't getting none of that unless he had that little streak there and you know what i loved about it most though his teammates nobody else touched the basketball they were like we are going to feed this monster yeah. everybody uh ingram uh uh zoe everybody they were like feed the mon- i love yeah. that's my favorite part about about team like i want I to it, feed I, it's like the point guard state of my the point guard who rather that's have me on the court bro right who I rather have that. 16 assists than 16 points i play ball every tuesday and i'll tell you right up i'm not the guy that scores man i don't ever want to score they be yelling at me shoot the ball i mean i can't shoot i stink right i give it to somebody else man but go ahead I, i'm with you I like that's that my too. favorite part like that after watching the replays and it's something that um oh man i'm i'm blanking on his name he's the three-point shooter who cover who covers nba for espn reggie miller no he played for oh. he's white he played for the heat he played for the phoenix suns oh my god i'm blanking. mike miller not mike miller he's older from the 90s dan marley not uh, no he's right you're very close right now wow. uh tim legler that, like tim legler from uh, espn i can't stand him why Legler. I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't like. I don't know, bro. I something about him. I don't like him. All right, like he, he gives off that ooze you don't like. Yeah, I, you know. Listen, you know what? I, I and 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 to go off topic just a bit, but not really. You know what I mean? I I kind of said I like when the players become the coaches, and I get it. Yeah, they know the game, but I know the game too. And they taking jobs away from guys like me and you. I could talk about sports. You could talk about sports. You know what I mean? So these guys, what's your qualifications? Because you played in the league? Okay, sure. So tell me about the travel and the locker room and all stuff like that. 
but just, you know the game of basketball better than me. Like just because well, you, I probably you would say that. I would say he would though oh, only because you played at an elite level. I would say so. Well, 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 if that's the case, why you ain't in the league no more, bro? Well, he's old. He's like he's going on. Did he, 50 did he play his old. whole career in the NBA? He, yeah, he made it. He made a long way, man. Oh, he made a long way. Okay. He was a, he was a three point specialist and a defensive. He was a three early I was a three bench and D guys and a towel specialist. Yeah. <laughs> what does that make me? But go I, ahead, I will say that he knows more than me, but I but he don't know I, more than me. I don't care. But he did point out the fact though, and that was my favorite part of the whole story: how his teammates were just ready to lift him up. I, I wouldn't mind being. Like I'm that. an offensive lineman, so at heart, that's just who I am. My job is to sacrifice myself so somebody else can gain yards. So you know, so I I get that mentality. So I loved it. Zion uh, played really well. And another thing we that me and you were chatting about before we started recording is the process that they went through. They took him out. They had a chance to win that basketball game if he stayed in he was hot if they would have rode him they could have finished that game off but they took him out I like the choice that they made some people were killing them what are you sacrificing to win because you don't want him to get in a hurt you're being timid no the worst thing about setting the rule is not following the rule the team the owner like the GM the coach, they all sat down for the last month. What are we going to do with Zion? What, are, what is our plan? And they stuck to their plan. They didn't like it. I know they didn't like it. The coach, he, uh, Zion even asked his coach, like, don't take me out. Don't take me out. And he had to follow the rule. They stuck to their plan. They want to keep the kid healthy. They're thinking about the future. I'm okay with that. You have to do what you have to do. And I like that they stuck to what they set out to do as an organization. It wasn't rogue. It was nothing like that. It was a group decision. What do you think of that? Uh, I, 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 I like what you said, though. You know, the, the worst thing about setting the rules is not sticking to it. So I, I agree. You know what I mean? However, the boy was hot. And sometimes you got to ride out a hot streak. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, the, the reference, man, I was looking at the time I was playing cards. Around playing poker. I couldn't lose. Couldn't lose. I had to go, though. Okay, I had to be somewhere at a certain time. And I remember the dude looking at me like, my man, I've never seen anybody leave on a heater. You know what I mean? Right. You can't. You can't go. I get it, but it's almost like, uh, you know, at that moment, man, that dude was on fire. You can't fire. <laughs> you can't take him out, man. You got to let him ride that out. And it, it wasn't like they could have, you know, they could have – I, I, man, let him rock. I, I, I hear it. And after saying, the game, he, and that's what he said. He's like, he's like, it was that, great, but we lost. Yeah, he's there like, are times lost. that, you know, things change. And that was a moment where things changed. That boy was hot. You know what I mean? His first game ever. You know what I mean? You got to let him ride that out, man. Right. I hear what you're saying. And he was talking about it. He's like, oh, it was all good and fun, but we lost the game. He's like, I thought we could have helped us win. I know he's not. You know, they're trying to protect him to protect his body because he is very unique. He's the he- he's the third heaviest player in the NBA. He is 6'9". Husky boy. He's 200, but he doesn't look like it. He has no belly. Like, if you saw him, he lo- he didn't look – his belly looked more than fine. He looked good. The only guys who weigh more than him is um, Boban and Taco. Taco Falls a big boy. Those are the only guys, and those guys are seven-foot-tall guys, so that lets you know how he's built. So his body is like a 280-pound man who can who has a, over a 44-inch a vertical and is quick as a guy who's half his size as a point guard, literally. The coach was saying, he's like, he's not quick for a big guy. He's quick for a quick guy. So, you know, they're going to have to take care of his body because the the biology seems to surpass what what the body can actually do and the talent that he has. So I'm with them on protecting them for now. I think after a few more games, let him free. Let him play to the end of the game if he can. But I like that choice. But that's all I have on this game. I know you wanted to talk about the young guys on the team. What do you think? What else are you thinking about New Orleans? I just want to know if you think this team can um, coexist together. There's a lot of young dudes on his squad and, uh, you know, uh, 
A lot of Dukies. I got to say that. You know what I'm saying? Four, four Duke players. You got my boy JJ, the vet. Uh, Jaleel Okafor, who's... Mm, Who bench guy. Yeah, yeah. Glue guy. Uh, obviously, Brandon Ingram. And then, obviously, the aforementioned Zion. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, do you think these guys could coexist? You know, yes. they, they, you know, they didn't play together in college, none of these guys. You know what I mean? Um, they were all different eras and whatnot. I think Jaleel, you know, I think he came out too early, and, and it's evident of his career so far. But like you said, he's a bench guy. I like Jackson Hayes, man. I think Jackson Hayes is going to be a big a big part of this team in the future. Um, this, he's the, plays the center out of Texas. You got the vet in there. You got Drew Holiday with J.J., and uh, I, Derek Favors. Derek Favors, I love Derek Favors, man. I had him in fantasy, just traded him away. Um, and a shout-out to Philly Ringer if you're listening to this, man. I, I, I sold him a box of chocolates, I think. You know what I mean? Uh, so you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. But listen, Derek Favors, he's a double-double monster, but he doesn't stay on the court enough. And I didn't know how it was going to be when Zion comes back, you know, because mm-hmm. he's the center power forward dude. Um, and it, I just want to know what your thoughts are if you think this team can – can you know play together and and can Alvin Gentry be that dude that could keep these young boys you know play so together? in my research and listening to other experts talk about this mm-hmm. when he was most effective other experts because uh, we experts uh, other, too. other experts right. talk, I meant when, when I say that I meant ex-players so they were talking about how when Zion was most effective he was at center so what I'm hearing you like what you're saying if direct if Derek Favors is on the court you're going to clog up what Zion does best I think that absolutely they could coexist. They showed you who they were. If I am, who's the coach? I'm, I'm Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like if I, if I was Alvin Gentry, I would be like, it's one of those things as a coach that make you want to cry when all your guys are feeding one guy because he's yeah. hot and they want him to be good because I can coach everything else. I don't have to coach selfishness out of my basketball team. So if you're starting from an unselfish place, Alonzo Ball, he is a point guard to be of point guards. He wants to share. His only he's Does he want to be there, though? Uh, say it again? Does he, do, do you think he wants to be there? I think so. Okay. I think he's playing really well right now. I, I think they share well. I think they like Ingram. I think they like when Ingram has those big games. I think they have whatever it takes to be a good basketball team they want to share they want to be good they want they want to lift their buddies up i can't see how they don't figure out how to make this work they're gonna have to continue but they were playing well in the preseason yeah and if you're gonna have zion at center and you go to that small ball like 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 the golden state warriors made famous man and you have him dive into the basket kicking out to some of those shooters you have ingram hopefully becoming a 25 point scorer lonzo being a chris paul like kind of point guard who's looking to, to lead the orchestra and get people the ball with they want it i like it where does drew holiday fit into that there do you think he's do you think he's a good fit for the squad he's your guard he's okay. your two guard okay he's your he had cool. 31 points the other yeah, night no, he like, balled out. He, i like that he's back man that was i think was that wasn't that like his first game back too, yes. or the second game back or something it was a, a yeah. few back yes he plays defense he'll get in your face i love drew holiday i'm a massive fan of him i i i don't see how this team does not grow and they have a chance to come back and get that a spot I, I, Memphis I better watch out. If they get hot, they're we playing that, well. We saw that game just a few nights ago, Memphis, and uh, on MLK Day. They played at 5 o'clock. It was the first game of the triple header. Right. That was my favorite game to watch because that, those were all the young boys playing. I, like Memphis is a young squad too. So uh, I look forward to seeing these two teams in the future. And I think with New Orleans, depending on how they you know, manifest this team moving forward, I think this is the beginning of – a great team in the making if they could get the right pieces, if they could get these players to buy in. I never was crazy about Brandon Ingram 
as a Duke fan. I'm a Duke fan. You know what I mean? He's growing, man. He is. Listen, he's growing. He got a little bit more, dude. He's still young. You know what I mean? I'm not, because I'm not a fan of the one and done stuff. You know what I mean? He's only 23. Yeah, no, I know. If they could get these guys to buy into what they want to do, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that is. Right. I think we, I think we're watching the team, a great team on, you know, in the making. I agree. Not, 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 you know, not Not right now. Right. The 17 and 28, we get it. And they're, you know, they're all young. They, they got can like, fight for eight. I think they have a chance to fight for eight the second half of the season. I think they got like three dudes over the age of 30. So, right. JJ, Drew Holiday, and I, I got to check on Derek Favors' age, but that's about it. So, they got they have they have the veterans mixed with a bunch of young talent that could get yeah. the ball into the basket. They all have very – they don't have duplicates. I, I, in my opinion, I don't see a duplicate on the team. I, I guess if you want to say, but, you know, uh, Derek Favors ain't Zion Williamson. No. You know, I don't see many duplicates of players, and you can work that out. You can have yourself a nice eight, you know, you know, six to eight-man rotation, depending on how he wants to do it, because they go a little bit shorter to playoffs. They do more yeah. during the year to get younger players in the game. We'll see. But we went long on New Orleans. Where are we going okay. next? You want to hit up the Clippers? Yeah, talk to me about what you got on the Clippers. So, Harold, center for the Clippers, there was a article written that I found on the score about them a, a source told the score that there is some players that are upset about the preferential treatment that's coming with Montrez Harold Montrez Harold thank you that that is coming with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George not playing games taking seats when they're not actually hurt and doing it just for rest and Montrez Harold actually said he's like we're we, we just got together. Like, we just added those two guys. We're not a good team. He's like, we're not a good team yet. He's like, we don't work together enough yet to be a good team. And actually, I, I Doc came back the next day. He got reprimanded for actually saying some of those things and, and, and some of that stuff. So some of the players are not are feeling like these guys are getting too much treatment. They're not having enough time. They're not uh, There's not enough practice time because they miss practice too sometimes just, just for their health. Now, both guys have had health history issues, especially mm-hmm. Paul George, man. So there's a certain part of me that understands, but if you're also going to go up against some of these teams in the West, they're going to have to get some time on the court together. I think they're going to do it more in the second half of the season, though. That's just my opinion. What do you think? Um, when you have a job, yeah, and we're, not, we're not talking about pay here, but when you have a job, do people that are have a higher position and you get paid more? They do. They do, okay. Do they get more vacation time? Yep. Okay. They get more sick time? Yep. More, uh, what do they call those, floating holidays? Yep. Yeah. Well, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they get that stuff. Harold, you want that stuff? Show me what you did like you did uh, against Atlanta when you dropped 30 points. I didn't see that every night. You want that? You want that special treatment? Then you get that. We've also seen the blueprint. Toronto did it. They let Kawhi sit down and chill. San Antonio did it. San Antonio started it. Okay, yeah, exactly. like like long ago when he was he was sitting Tim Duncan and Tony Parker for a certain amount of games a season, and people would he started that whole conversation Popovich did with those boys with, with his three stars that he had over over that decade and a half. Go ahead. So if you want that, you know, work for it. Number one, number two, I think they deserve it. Okay, we've seen the blueprint. We've seen it work before. Now, I don't know the context. If he's saying we need to gel more as a team, not like I want the days off too, or he's 
it was it was the first one. Okay, and he, it was very clear. He just wants to meld okay. and be a better cool. basketball I, team. I like that. I'm he was not say. complaining about his time yeah. off. Because I know the owner of the Clippers. Uh, you know, he's an avid fan too, which I like. I love owners like that. that. Microsoft billionaire yeah. man. So if that was because <laughs> if I was the owner, I'd be like, "What's up, bro? You want to get traded to the Knicks?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, and I don't mean that in a Nick fan way. I mean that in a go and die and kill your career in New York <laughs> fan. Uh, nah, but what I'm saying, so I, I respect that. You want you want to be more as a team? I got you. But you know what I think that is? Come to me. I, I'm a man. And I'm not, if you know the quote where that's from, uh, Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy yes. said that a long time ago. Not in the right context, but. He's a, like, he makes, he, I was so mad about that, but let's not get off yeah, track. No, no, no. Maybe we'll do start doing some college next yes. year. We could talk about that. Um, but no, what I'm saying is like, I would have rather him come to them too. Like, yo, look, I think we got something special here. We need to do this more. Just like, you know, I'm not coming on, on over the microphone and telling Kev, yo, you need to do this and we need to do that to make the pod grow. We do that off the air. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do that in the locker room. That's what the locker room is for. That's what, you know, hanging out with your teammates are for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what players only meetings are for. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Not, don't put it out there for everybody else, man. Uh, I'm always been, like you said, man, I'm a team guy. I'm team first. It ain't me first. And, and I, I see that with this dude. He wants it to be team first. So then, Keep it team first, if you catch me. I hear, I hear exactly what you're saying. My only problem is I preferred him to answer honestly. He was asked a question. He answered honestly. I got you. See, like, I, like we, like we, why, why have the coverage if we don't want the player to answer? And then the the media will complain that they're not getting honesty. But then when they get honesty, they make the player not want to be honest. I would like if say we say say well, well, you know what? When the first big podcast becomes huge, and say we get guests. I want to create an environment where a superstar guest can come and be honest and feel comfortable being honest, not feeling judged by us. I want them to be able to come on and talk and say and say his piece and us not turn around and do another show killing them for being honest, you know? No, I'm with you, and and, and I like that. I, I just, you know, uh, you, I know hear me, you. you know me more than anybody. Uh, I, I kind of, I like the... I you like play the, close to the vest. Yes. I get it, and I, I I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm an open book, yeah. and, and that's I have why we, that's why we good at what we do. Yeah, right. And I just and I have zero problem playing the coast of the vest, but I, I feel like it's a pub, it's a very public thing to be an NBA star. It I is, guess and that's it, why I like Kawhi when they ask him what y'all doing for Christmas. He goes, "That's private. That's me and my family." I yeah. like that because <laughs> I ain't with all that. Just because I'm in the NBA don't mean I have to put my my life on a pedestal for everybody else to see. Agreed. So I, I'm with that. Um, but this team is playing good when they're in the lineup i agree though these two guys gotta get going more because once we after we hit that all-star break is when things are going to start you know shining out and if they want to have a good seed and you want to get to play one of the bottom western conference teams you don't want to have to go to denver i know i don't think denver is really that good on the road but going up there to denver that's a tough place to play you know altitude thin air all that other stuff uh, I'd rather wind up playing a team like San Antonio or something like that uh, or maybe getting the young boy Pelicans, you know what I mean, where no playoff experience. I'd rather play that team. So if you want that eighth, seventh seed matchup, you got to get to the second seed. You know what I mean? You got to take over the other L.A. team. That's what I got there. All right. So let's hit up your boys. Let's hit up the – I know you wanted to talk about Memphis a little bit. I did want to talk about Memphis, yeah. Um, but I, let's end with them so I could transition where I want to go. I, what's that? It's 319. We got time. Oh, I, I I just didn't want. I don't. No, I don't, don't want worry you to about it. Have we a good. problem. We going. Okay. I want to talk about. I want to talk about something that stinks right now. 
I'm talking about something that smells pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know you're, where you're going. I can't wait. Go ahead. It smells. It stinks in Houston. Oh, yes. It stinks in Houston. What's it's going the, on over it's there? It's the landfill. <laughs> What's going on? I I don't think this is as big of a deal as other people do. Maybe maybe because you're more of a, an <laughs> Oh, my bad. NBA fan. No problem. I am. I, I don't think this is just. Army, y'all. No edits. <laughs> no edits. His, his canteen just fell and hit the floor. But um, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yes, they're, they're in a, they had a nice win last night, actually. Uh, was it last night or the night before? Two nights ago. Either uh, way. It was against it was against the Mavs. They yeah, beat the nights. Mavs. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. So, yes. But either way, I, th- I think it was Wednesday night along with Zion night. But either way. They got themselves a nice win, but they had been in a lull before that. So And it was Denver that they beat. Oh, Denver. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, no, I was on the minus nine, too, by the way. Oh, Shout well. out to the Philly Ringer. He was on them, too. Okay. Yeah, they won uh, by 16, I believe. Yes, they had a nice yeah. blowout win there. So You beat the Denver Nuggets without half their good players. Right. <laughs> no Murray. No Millsap, no Gary Harris, but my bad, I keep cutting you off. No, it's fine. It was just Jokic by itself. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. And they just go through these laws. If you're going to have a ball-dominant player who's going to take that many shots, he's going to go one for 17 for a while. He's going to go cold for a while. The problem is, for the Houston Rockets, the only way that they can win is if James is hot at the right time. They are playing craps a little bit with basketball because all of your eggs for lack of a better term is in one basket Mm -hmm. so and i'm not going to depend on russell westbrook to get me jump shots he is the worst shooting guard i've ever seen in the the world he needs to stop he needs to take on the ben simmons state of mind get to the basket assist and rebound stop shooting the basketball as if you were steph curry you are not you are a physical alien so continue to be a physical alien you are not a shooting alien so um that part really bothers me about this team though but i do like eric gordon coming back i think they'll start to phase together well because Eric Gordon's been out. He hasn't played with Russell Westbrook either. So that's also another addition. Clint Capella's always going to be good. You have P.J. Tucker to do your dirty Dennis Rodman work. He don't, he's exactly what – that's exactly what he is. Yeah. He, I've seen some of his stat lines, bro. Rebounds, assists, blocks, no points. No. Yeah. Like he's just that. there to, he's just there where to get, get the garbage work done. You got Ben, ben McLemore. And he wants to. Yeah. You know, he likes that. You know, like you want the guy who likes that. Daniel House, Ben McLemore. I'm trying to get all the guys on the team. Well, go ahead. But um, so that I just think they go through ebbs and flows because of their eggs being in James Harden's basket. So they're in a, they were in a lull now. He'll get hot again. The question is, because they will make the playoffs, will he be hot enough in the playoffs when it matters for a long enough period of time and not go cold? Because think about it. That's why they lost in the Western Conference Championship two years ago, right? Yeah, he started throwing up bricks. They missed, I think it was what, they missed 23 three-pointers Crazy. with Trevor Ariza. If they had hit two of them, they win the basketball game. Yeah, they went cold. Yeah, so like I said, you you kind of know more about the the stretch here. I'm looking at them from you know just more. This is the the probably the most I've focused on the NBA in a long time since I was a kid uh, this year because of the podcast. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I'm focusing a little bit more on my bets there. Uh, last year I was more in the college hoops. I still will always be more in the college hoops just because I love the game of of college basketball more mm-hmm. than the NBA, but. Uh, just because there's 300-something teams, it's hard to to fit that into a podcast. You know what I mean? And I know people want to hear more about the NBA. Plus, we got fantasy, NBA. We don't have that with college sports. So, I'm focusing more on NBA, and I've been focusing more on the Houston Rockets and seeing that they, they stink right now. Um, but going from them, let's talk about one more team, flip it to the East Coast, uh, and then we'll we'll touch on my, my, like my Memphis Grizzlies, I like to Deal. call them. 
Talk to me about the Indiana Pacers, Kev. I like this team a lot. I think they're like, they're the lunch pail. You know, they're like the nine to five blue collar, get go to work, come back, and this team's doing it quiet. Uh, they just got another dub two nights ago. Uh, I believe it was Wednesday night also because I know I know that, Kev, because I was on them. Um, they were playing the Phoenix Suns. They were a one-and-a-half point favorite, which I was like, huh? One-and-a-half points? Give me that. Sometimes with the NBA, when you're betting on NBA, man, some of these spreads, um, they go one way or another sometimes. Sometimes they cover with ease, and sometimes you're scratching your head like, how did that happen? And this was a game where I covered with ease. Uh, they beat the Suns 112 to 87 and uh davida sabonis over there with 24 and 13 um i like that kid a lot but i think their team's focal focal point around him right now but kev who's coming back soon and when's he coming back so december 29th we have victor oladipo coming back like that's gonna shift the whole team january 29th january 29th i apologize january 29th he comes back he's been sitting on my bench all year long i was not dropping him i wasn't allowing anybody to have him because i think he was going to be the player to come back and help my mom fantasy squad which i think he will last year he was averaging 18 points a game about eight rebounds and he came up big when it was when it was like he can get his own basket at any time that's what separates the the good from the great the greats don't need anything now also when you have a kevin durant who's seven foot tall like he can always get a basketball shot every time no matter what minute of the game but you know Victor Oladipo is a great player and then you have TJ Warren who's leading the team in points right now at 18 DeMantis Sabonis with 12 rebounds and then you have Malcolm Brogdon leading them in assists and then you have Jeremy Lamb and steals so and then you have Turner Miles Turner who, who played for the USA I think he's a really good center he's very athletic he can run the floor I think when you add don't forget about McDermott oh but <laughs> <laughs> I just like I like what? him, man. I like him in, in, from college, man. That's all, Doug McDermott. No shout problem, to, no shout problem. Shout out to Dougie from Creighton. And TJ Warren is your small forward, so like I, I don't know how they're going to change the rotation, but then you're going to have you're going to have Victor coming back. Maybe Jeremy Lamb becomes your Lou Williams off the bench, try to get you some points there. Whether you, I don't know who they do that with. Um, they're a good defensive basketball team. Malcolm Brogdon is a really good point guard who who plays defense and has great who's great in assists. I just think these guys are going to be very good when he comes back. It's going to take them time to gel. They might have a little they might have a little flow issue, um, but I don't. I think they're looking forward to Victor coming back. I think they were happy with him. Everybody was really sad when he went down the way he did in the playoffs. His teammates were concerned. I think they want to be led. I think they want him as their best player. Yeah, and I, I could see that, man. And he. I'm excited for him to come back, uh, not for fantasy reasons because you got him, and uh, I think your <laughs> team is like waiting to explode uh, in fantasy basketball. He's one of the guys that's going to propel you to get there, but you ain't in my division, so I ain't really worried about it. <laughs> um, I like them tonight too, by the way. They're, they're in Golden State laying six. Uh, that's three baskets, you know what I mean? Um, I think they can cover that number, but um, – I didn't really do a lot of homework on that game, and that's the 10-30 game, so I got plenty of time to look into <laughs> that one there. Um, but uh, you got anything else on them, Kevin? I'm no, gonna... I, I just I think they're the most impressive 29 and, and quiet 29-16 and 16 team we've seen in a while, and you're going to add a great player to that, especially a team that wants that player back. I think they're going to be great. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring them up, you know what I mean? For uh, sure. Because I like them too, man. They, I like quiet. I like quiet Ws, you know what I mean? Um, and this is this is one I wanted to talk about. Memphis Grizzlies, man. I'm liking this team a lot. I like what they got going on there. I've been a big fan of John Morant. Uh, I knew him before everybody else did. 
You know what I mean? Before the NCAA tournament, I rode them last year in the NCAA tournament. When they won, I wasn't even surprised. I only knew him. I, I, that's what my, that was my first introduction. It's all good. A lot of people. Work. I, I remember my boy hit me up. He didn't even watch basketball like that. He's like, "Yo, who's this?" Everybody called him John. Who's this John Morant? I'm like, Ja. It's Ja Morant. You, you know, know who he reminds me of? Dwayne Wade. The Flash. Yeah. With that athlete. I can see that. How often is he on the court? I see a little bit of not the bad way. I see a little bit of Russell Westbrook in him in the good way. In that so athleticism yes. area. Like Dwayne Wade, like when he's on the field, uh, on the field, on the court, he does things that's like, well, oh, you're a better athlete than all the best athletes that are out here. Yeah. You know, like, so he, he does some stuff, and I'm like, oh, boy, that's crazy. That's crazy. Go ahead. Dig in. No, but uh, I, I've been a fan of this kid for a while. I like Kev knows, uh, listeners, if you if you follow me, friends, if you know, you know I like the, the little colleges, the little colleges. You know, I'm a Duke fan, but uh, if you got Wisconsin and Purdue on like we do tonight, and then you got Wright State. Oh, my Lord. Right. No. Wait, wait, wait. Wright State versus Northern Kentucky for the Horizon League first place <laughs> over Purdue and Wisconsin? Nah, give me Wright State and Northern Kentucky, baby. Wh- whose ever ears are listening to this? I know none of y'all, including me. Wright State. Right, with a W. Yeah, Wright th- State th- Raiders guy. versus what? the Northern Kentucky Norse. And one night, like Vince gave me somebody, he's like, Kev, just letting you know. He's just, sometimes he'll just throw me a quick text. Uh, text. North Dakota State, bro. Minus five. The I'm bison. like, what are you talking about? The bison. <laughs> North. You got to say it like this. North Dakota. Yeah. North Dakota State bison. But, Go ahead, uh, Vince. Yeah, I like, you know, John Morant come from Murray State. and I, I've been a fan. I actually had Murray State and Murray State playing Belmont last night. The Belmont Bruins. Well, we know Belmont because they're always in the tournament. Yes. So they're not They're not too. I was on the over-over in that game there. Uh, and uh, Murray State covered the spread too, but I wasn't really on that. But anyway. So uh, I like this team, man. Memphis Grizzlies, seven and three in their last ten games. I'm liking that. Uh, I like. I like. You know, they got. They got. A, you know, they got a Dookie on the squad. So you know, I like them. They right. Got, they got two. They got two. You might. Look, don't, don't, you're making that face like you don't know the other one. Who's one? Let me see if you know one. Um, I'm blanking on the one that they have. They got two, bro. Tyus Jones. Oh, okay. And the Guard. man, Grayson Allen, baby. Oh my ah! gosh, you're right. He don't get no burn though. Right. <laughs> Uh, yo, Dylan Brooks is playing good. I got a dude on, on on my fantasy squad, guy that I was a fan of in college, and that's uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., Michigan State boy. I know about him because he he helped uh, he helped beat my Dukies, you know what I mean, which I wasn't a fan of then. But this kid's a baller, man. He gets a lot of lot of good you know good play, and they got a few few. They have vets. Jay Crowder, who's a good. I think he was a good vet. He's a good for them. vet. And, and Valentunas. Yes. Yes. Who's a very good center. Yep. Uh, Brandon Clark's playing good. There's a lot of guys uh, to watch out for on this team. Uh, DeAnthony Melton, I like this dude too. Um, and this is just a team I, w- I want listeners to keep their eyes out for. Uh, I don't know if they have as many, um, you know, studs as the New Orleans Pelicans, but they got, in my opinion, they have more one big player than than you know like than a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, like I think this I think John Morant can be eventually a top five top 10 player so can zion you know what i'm saying so can zion but this is a team i, I want to keep my eye on and i'm just putting them on the map for out for for people out there because they uh they got some some good uh w's under their belt and speaking of w's i think tonight they got to go up to detroit 17 and 28 and detroit detroit stinks okay that team's a mess 
Briefly, I want to talk about them real quick. Reggie Jackson's back in the fold. Derrick Rose is playing great ball right now. Um, and then you got Andre Drummond. This team is teetering with the ninth seed right now. And it's like, you know, Kev, to me, that's like the worst thing you could possibly be is that ninth seed. You know why? Because you got like playoff dreams and aspirations, but really you, you ain't going to do it. I don't think this team could do it. Right. Do you think they – who's going to be on the move? Because I'm seeing – it's either going to be D. Rose or Andre Drummond. I hear more about Derrick Rose than I hear about anybody else just because of the value that he's at. I and think he has an expiring contract. Right, expiring contract, and his value is very high, and I think he would be useful somebody in that in that Lou Williams role. Come off the bench. I need 20 points from you tonight. We're not playing well offensively. We'll give you the ball. Let's see what you can do. So I think he's better off there. I do like hearing about Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love can immediately go, somebody, go to a team with his basketball IQ, the fact that he's a 6'10 forward who can shoot a three-point shot, he has great post. He has great mid-game. Kevin Love is just an all-around very, very, very good basketball player. He can make anybody else good. He is a defensive liability, not as athletic side-to-side side as you want him to be. But either way, I'll take Kevin Love on my team as my third or fourth best player any damn day of the week. Um, so uh, though he's been the number one guy. There's not a lot out there. What about C.J. McCollum? I heard, I heard rumors about him, them kind of breaking that up because it's not working. So... I wouldn't – I don't know really – I don't want to say like – I just think that, that that team needs so much more, to tro- the Portland Trailblazers, and I don't think breaking up that, that bunch is going to be it. You let let uh, uh, – what's his name? Nurkic come back. Right. They got the other boy, Collins. Zach Collins? Is yes. It? Yeah, when he comes back. That team is just not themselves right now. They're, they're playing booty juice, but it's really three guys. They got three dudes playing every day, and every day there's always somebody else hurt. They just traded for Trevor Reza. So let let them just rock out this year, get your draft pick, and then you know see if you could push when Nurkic comes back and if Collins comes back. Um, could you imagine D. Rose? I'm going to throw some scenarios at you real quick. Derrick Rose to the Milwaukee Bucks. That would be good. Do you think that's a replication, though, with Eric Bledsoe? Same kind of guy? I could see that. I could see that. But, you know, I, I think we're having – I'm talking about a dude coming off the bench, though. Right. You know what uh, I mean? I agree. You know, right. then you could kind of have D. Rose. I know he's the point guard, but you, I, I like having him play the two and have George Hill come off the bench. That's your point and your two. Right. And then you can have Ilya Sova as, as, as you're coming off the bench who's been – I think he's been a really good player for them, an unsung hero for an unsung hero for them just coming off the bench as a glue guy. He can score the basketball. He plays defense. He played really well in the FIBA International game this summer. I watched him a good amount because I was watching the USA team. So um, I, now that you put it that way, I think it will be a good fit. Derrick Rose to the Philadelphia 76ers. Absolutely. They need points. Like, it seems, you know. I don't know, though. I do like Richardson. Richardson, but he's off and on. He's inconsistent. Some nights he'll have 25. He'll hit 19 threes in a night. Next thing you know, he has zero. I like Tobias Harris. I like Ben Simmons. Uh, Al Horford is now starting to show that he's no longer the the, the Florida Al Horford, the Al yeah. Horford that was great early on in his career. He's starting to look like an older guy. This is for the first time because last year he didn't look old, you know, yeah. but he can still get you 15 and 7, but you need a little bit more than that. So I like that. Derrick Rose to the Dallas Mavericks. That would be huge. That would be huge. Right? I think I like that, that makes the most sense. They need that. They, imagine they bring him in. I mean, I know Luke is the point there. You know what I'm saying? But, we, like, you either have – you could either you, – D-Rose could – I think he could start on that team or you could have him come off the bench. Right. Because, I mean, Luke is the point. But 
I'd rather have D. Rose giving him the ball than him having the ball. You get what I'm saying? I agree, and no. I like Tim Hardaway Jr. more as your fourth option than your third one. I prefer if you're going to ha- give me one of those right now because I don't think Dallas does much in these playoffs, quite honestly. I do, but if you're going to give me Tim Hardaway Jr. as maybe my fourth option, so you're going to go Luca, you're going to go Chris Stops, you're going to go Derrick Rose as far as the scorer, and then now now you're down to uh, Hardaway, then I'm okay with that. Yeah, so I'm just throwing some scenarios out there because he's the one that seems like he'll be moving. Uh, Reggie Jackson just came back. Uh, his first game two nights ago so uh, you know they haven't he looks like the most expendable player there especially with his expiring contract and how good he's playing this year you think any other top dogs make a move do you think the I think the Lakers maybe need a little bit more I was going to say D-Rose to the Lakers too you know what I mean but I don't know if that fits as well because they got Rondo and he's more or less the guy that doesn't need to score but help facilitate Um, but yeah Somebody's they, somebody's gonna make a move somewhere. You know what I mean? And there's a couple players on a couple teams that could be moved. I don't think we get too many large pieces moving no. though, because I think of how spread out the league is. Everybody yeah. has their stars. I think everybody is looking for, looking to, to bolster their second squad. They're looking to bolster. Where can I get a little bit of extra that'll get us over the hump when we're in the playoffs? And I, I just brought them up because I, I wanted to talk about that game tonight between the Grizz and the, and the, and the Pistons. Um, one one of the team I'll touch on quickly is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Maybe one of those two guys get moved. When I say those two, I'm talking about Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, or um, uh, Wiggins. Why, why am I blanking on his first name? Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. Yes, I don't know why I was blanking yeah. on his first name. <laughs> and it's all good. One of them two guys. But they the were road. saying that Big Cat was upset, but then he came out and said that he's all right with everything that's going on. So there's uh, like there's counter stinks. stories. Yeah, so, they're not very good. Yeah, and he is got, very good. Yeah, though. they got a lot of young talent that that I'm looking forward to seeing. So that's why I don't know if they move one of the guys. You know, to make some space for some of those young guys that they got coming up. Right. So that's that's one of the things I was going to talk about. Um, but I want to talk about this Grizzlies Pistons game uh, tonight. I'm seeing a spread, Kev, of the Grizz are getting one point in Detroit, and I think to me that that is. Uh, I like to try to find spots like that in the NBA. I don't like to lay a lot of points in the NBA. Uh, I, I do with one team. One team I will lay tons of points with all the time, and that's the Clippers. I lay big numbers. I laid 13, 14 with the Clippers before, and I didn't really sweat it. I right. mean, I, there was times where they wasn't covering, of course, but they figure it out. And that's obviously when – I've done it before with just Kawhi, no PG. Right. You know what I mean? Um I don't like to lay points in the NBA often. I do sometimes. You know it also I mean? helps because they play defense. Like yeah. I feel better about 13 points when I have a team that I know plays defense. You know, yeah. I, with that bigger number because they'll keep you low and then they can still get the basket on the other end. But go ahead. And uh, I'm liking I'm liking the Grizz tonight uh, getting a point. Uh, I don't I won't take the point though. I'll just take them on the money line because uh, for me the to mitigate the juice uh, minus one ten with the point minus one oh five on the money line actually minus one oh six. So I'll save the four cents or four dollars whatever it is, uh, and I'll be on the Grizz tonight. Actually, I already have a play in on them uh, early. Took a light one, and if it sticks around, I'll go I'll I'll go a little bit you know more on that one. Uh, and I'm also liking. Uh, I'm seeing a total right now in that game of, sorry, 230. Uh, it's kind of high, um, but my numbers have it at 232. So if it's 230 and it's and my my numbers got 232, I like an over over in that game. Normally I don't like to bet a side and a total in a, in, a, in the same game. Same thing I do with football, but that's one of the ways that I'm looking tonight and uh, going. Going to going to the raps and 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 this and my Knicks, yeah I know 
I know. Well, the rap is only minus eight, though. Isn't that true? Yeah. I, you know, I'm. I think that that's not a bad line. You know what I mean? To take them there. My numbers have them winning by by nine, so that's kind of close. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I got them at 39 percent chance to cover the spread there too with my numbers. So okay, that's not bad. You know what I'm saying? 39 percent is not the best, but the Knicks stink. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm kind of leaning a little more towards the total in that game, and I, I like I like the over a little bit because um, the Raps have just been playing lights out lately on offense. And uh, the thing is, though, I don't like taking overs if I think it's going to be a blowout. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that means one team's going to score all the points, in my opinion. But uh, I'm leaning towards the over. Haven't done a lot of work on that one yet. But I'm looking that way because I think the Knicks can hang in enough to keep the pace going. Um, they don't. They, they they slow the ball down a lot when it gets to Julius Randle, um, um, Mitchell. You know those guys like that. They slow the ball down that way. Uh, Mitch, I my bad. Mitchell Robinson. I'm calling him by his first name like he's my boy. Right. But uh, <laughs> I like the pace that the Raps been playing at now that your boy, your boy Freddie Van Vliet is back yes. in, in the mix. So. Um, just I, I like to just. He was look. the last pick for me in the draft. What a wonderful oh, man, one! I know, man. <laughs> the so last. He was my last. <laughs> I'll take so it. I love angry it. About that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. One other game I wanted to touch on quickly is this was a team kept that I, I, I you pop when I say it you're gonna be like oh yeah you did talk about that this was a team I backed a lot last year and that was the Sacramento Kings. They've been they've been stinking. Not very good. No, they've been stinking it up lately. Not healthy either. I think Marvin Bagley not not playing as often as he could. I think is a big is a big issue with that. I think he only has like six hundred and forty points in the in, in fantasy right now. We have a very high scoring league that we play in, so the that's not very much given how much our teams put out every week. So I think that is a a big issue with them. They have a lot of things to work on over there, but they have great young talent. I think they'll be all right. Kings are three and seven in their last ten games. Not looking good. And uh, I, they're on a one, two, three, four, five, six game losing streak. Um, two more games on their road trip. They got Chicago tonight, and then they got to they finish up with uh, Minnesota or Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> but Chicago, Minnesota, both teams stink. And if I think there's any spot that they could win, it's tonight. It's because I don't like to take teams. Uh, the last game of a road trip because I feel like they're just packing it in. They're ready to go home. They just want to get the game over with. They want to get back to their house. They want to go see their dog, their wife, their side piece, their kid, <laughs> whatever it is. They want to get back home. So I think this is the last the last spot we have in, in Chicago. They're only, in my opinion, they're 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 Zach Levine and and a little bit of marketing, and that's about it for them. Right. I think that the Kings could get them tonight, and I'm seeing a short number. Um. So I, I, I'm I'm leaning a little bit more towards the Kings. Uh, they've been burning they've been burning money though. They've been right. burning money. So I'm I'm a little weary about them. And I also like an underplay in that game too. Uh, both these teams score a lot of points, but they they don't play. Uh, and they, excuse me, they score a lot of points and they don't play defense. So you'd say, well, why would you like an under? Because they miss a lot of shots too. Right. Um, right now I'm seeing a total at 218. And Kev, my numbers got this thing way off. At, I'm seeing my numbers come in at 204. So that's a big discrepancy on a play. Sometimes I get like a point or two off. Right. But I'm seeing a lot here. Uh, so I might be on an underplay there. And usually I like the under and the dog. And the Kings are the dog. So I might choose one of the two. I'm not sure. Right now it's a little bit more towards the Kings than than I am uh, on the under. Um, 
Those are the plays I, I kind of feel tonight. The one I'm most heavy on is uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I think I tell you, I already got a play in on them. Uh, but that's it, y'all. I wanted to touch on some of that, that some of them things. And uh, Kev, before we close out this episode, uh, you've been doing you've been doing something good lately, a lot. Some prop bets. You want to talk about your your prop bet process on on the NBA as of late, uh, and then we'll close out this episode. Just for listeners out there. Um, who bet and who take props? I've been messing with the props a little bit, you know what I mean. But nothing to brag at yet. I've been I've been brewing, you know what I mean. I'm brewing up, you know, I'm throwing in. I can't brag there. yet either. Well, my last one did not go good. I thought I took AD versus the Nets. Okay. Um, I went back and looked. This was his third game back since being hurt. He what was he playing Jared Allen? I look at matchups. I keep it very basic. It, they they're big men. They play great defense. Uh, J- Jared Allen would have been a good one for the under just because he's the center there and playing against the Lakers, who are great. They have three really good defensive centers on their team. It, it, well, if you want to consider AD a center, but um, I don't think he's considered. I think he's a power forward. But either way, but. I had AD the other night. That didn't go no well. I think I was like 36 and a half on points, rebounds, and assists. That did not go well for me. But overall, I play fantasy. And in fantasy, they give like the last five or six games of that player statistics over that time. These people are on the money, Vince. Like the the book, whatever it is, FanDuel, FoxBet, whatever you're using, they are on the money. That hook matters. And every single point total has a hook. You, I, 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 you know what I think the thing is? Unders. Okay. I feel like you did the same thing when it came to point totals in the NFL. You said you needed to take more unders, and I feel like that's where I'm going. I try to pick the games where I feel like they're going to go over, where they'll play well because the defense is not there, but I have not been hitting those. And then when I've been missing them, I've been missing them by the hook because me, me and Vince, I mean me and Vince, me and Brian have been sending them to each other, and he's like, yeah, by a half a point. I'm like, yeah, by a half a point. So um, I think I might have to start looking at the underside more often. Yeah, and sometimes you could tell by the juice. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm letting listeners know. Yes. You know, if the juice is shaded more in the book's favor, that means it's shaded more in your favor. You got to lay more to win less sometimes. Uh, that's a good indication that you're on the right side. Doesn't mean that you, just because you're getting plus money, you're you're on the wrong side, but they're giving you plus money for a reason. You're laying minus 140 for another because they got a good indication that that's the way it's going to go. But I agree with you, man. Uh I've been kind of dabbling with the with the prop bets where in the past I've been terrible with props. You know what I mean? Um, but I did that with, uh, what you call it, with, with, with NFL. I, I kind of, I'm doing a lot better with NBA and uh, staying away from NFL. Uh, I did a fun one. Go ahead. What's up? I was just going to say I'm far better at the NFL when it comes to predicting what I think is going to happen, especially live. It's also easier live because I have more information, but I've done really well with the NFL props. That has – so I, my my prop bets have mitigated my losses when I took teams, even in last week's game. My, I'm like they kept me even. I got back to even because I did so well with my props. I got you. Okay. In the NFL. Though. Yeah, but no, go ahead, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um there's been one thing I wanted to say. There's been a play that I've been doing the last I, – I did it the last two times there was a game on. And uh, this is a straight gamble play, y'all. This ain't got no – there is no homework you could do for this, but it's fun. <laughs> it's an entertainment bet. Uh, it's like football, but you're getting better numbers. And uh, it's first basket. 
You can bet on the first basket. Yes, yes. Let me tell you something, man. That thing is a dice roll. You ain't. There's nothing you could do. Uh, I've been kind of focusing on it with the Lakers, though, because I think AD is the biggest guy on the court, so he's going to win the tip. So I usually side with somebody on on the Lakers. And two nights ago when the Lakers were playing uh, the Celtics. It was JaVel McGee. It was, man. And I'm telling <laughs> I saw, you, I, saw I had my finger on McGee, and I was like, I, I like him. He was like plus like he was he had the best odds too next to Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was like plus a bajillion. You know what right. I mean? He was like plus sixteen hundred, and I'm like, uh, and I'm throwing something light on there, you know, a cup of coffee or something like that, and I'm like, ah, this is it, man. And I'm like, nah, you know what? I think they kick it out to Danny Green. He was like plus twelve hundo, and I clicked on Danny Green in the first play of the game alley to JaVale McGee yeah. and I was on it man yo you think about it that's but, funny you said that because I actually looked to yes. see because I like yeah. not lately it's a fun bet if you're watching the game yes if you're not watching it, it don't even waste your bread but if you know you're going to be in front of the TV when the tip off comes just throw a cup of coffee on it. It is fun. I'm like this oh oh watch it wait wait I did it last night too man and I, I, I picked Danny Green again you know what I mean? Lately, I've been practicing actually, not okay. put, not putting anything on the game, trying to do a little bit of insight, and then picking and not putting anything on it, and then seeing the outcome just to gauge whether that makes sense. Just to you know to not to not spend as much because I haven't not I haven't been doing much on the NBA. I've been dabbling here and there. Gotcha. I've been more looking at tennis, but I've been doing that in the NBA. And that's why I was look. That's why I knew it was Javale McGee yeah. <laughs> was the first basket. It's a fun bet, uh, and it, and it's it's wacky, but it, it's fun to do. And and uh, every once in a while, I'll throw a cup of coffee on it. Um, but that's it, though, Kev. Just kind of bringing you guys up to speed on the hardwood there. And uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be hitting you guys with this a little bit more often now. We're, we're, we're after this week, Kev. It's fully transition to NBA. We might get a little. We're gonna we'll start. We're gonna start getting some Kyle Tubes going because we got March marches around the corner. Um, and I'd like to talk some puck too. You know what I mean? Okay. Try to keep it. Try to keep it spread out for everybody. Everybody. Um, you got anything else, Kev? I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to episode 39 uh, of the First Pick Podcast. You know the deal. I got to close it out with the spiel. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombots. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the First Pick Pod. Please check out the social media content. I'm just going to tell y'all right now, we got a contest coming up for the Super Bowl. Free 99. Giving away prizes. Free 99. Check that out. Big Kev, tell them where you can find you. Tell them where they can listen. Close it out. At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. If you want to find us on Apple iTunes, it's best to go to our Twitter. Click on one of the links to an old episode. You can rate, review, and share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we, we said it on the NFL pod. I'll say it on this one. We got a really good turnout. Almost doubled our amount of turnout. I don't Whatever it was, those of you that listen, I hope you'll stay. I hope you'll continue to come back to us. We're going to keep grinding this out. We're going to grind it out, grind it out. Our wives are supporting us. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep trying to do this, getting together whenever we possibly can. Keep supporting us. For those of you that do, we appreciate it. See you next week.